Hello, my beautiful ladies. How's it going? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Spiritually Me with your girl, Dulce Candy. Today, I have a very important episode. I am actually filming this specifically for the podcast, even though I already filmed a video for my Sweet Souls YouTube channel. So you can check it out there if you want to see me in person talk about this topic. But I am going to go a little bit deeper in this episode because I got an incredible amount of feedback and it was so overwhelming in a positive way of course there were some negative comments Um, and I wanted to just kind of touch base on a few more thoughts that I had about this specific video so the topic today is discussing my personal experience with antidepressants I am taking this medication called Lexapro, which is pretty common. It's a very commonly prescribed medication for depression and anxiety. But before we get started, please make sure to rate the podcast. You know I love reading all of your comments and your feedback. If you love the show, if you're enjoying it, please make sure to rate it a five star because it really helps the podcast get discovered and more people hear about this topic and all the other topics that we discuss here on the podcast. I just want to say thank you so, so much. I love and appreciate you. And I also want to give a special shout out to a beautiful woman who sent me a letter and she knows who she is. I am not going to mention her name. Um, She told me that the very first episode for this podcast where I discussed openly about my life with depression, it really touched her. And I just want to say thank you for actually writing me a letter um, because your letter really touched me and it actually encourages me to continue to talk about the things that I usually want to keep very private because they're very personal. um, And a lot of that has to do with Uh, my mental health journey, but I know that there's so many people who are struggling with mental illnesses. But I just want to say thank you so much for actually taking the time to write a letter. That's something that a lot of people don't do nowadays. And that just means that you and I are connecting. So thank you. If you do want to write me a letter, guys, if something that I said resonated, and you want to send something more personal, I will have my PO box mailing address in the info description box of this episode. I've been making more of an effort to drink ceremonial cacao because it's such a heart opener and it also really helps you um, speak your truth. And I feel like for videos like this, I really want the ceremonial cacao to be running through my veins and my spirit because I want to speak my truth about my life without not really a lot of filter. Of course, there's some things that I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say on a podcast publicly. Um, But I really enjoy drinking cacao. And I just been feeling so much more called for just to work with this beautiful plant medicine because it's so healing and nurturing. And I feel like that is so what I need in my life right now. Welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast that helps you connect with that beautiful and eternal being within you. 
Whether you're new to spirituality or a seasoned practitioner, this is the show for you. As someone who has struggled with my inner voice and felt unsure of how to live a life that aligns with my soul, I know how confusing it can be. That's why I created this podcast, to help others find the clarity, peace, and purpose that I have found in my own journey. So if you're craving guidance, support on your journey towards spiritual awakening and divine connection, tune into this podcast for your weekly dose of inspiration. I'm Dulce Candy, your Latina sister, and this is Spiritually Me. So where do we begin, my ladies? Um, I guess we can begin by why I decided to actually try an antidepressant. Well, the reason is that about a year ago, I went to go see my general doctor and I went to go get everything checked out, my health, my blood, my vitamins, my brain. I mean, I did a whole physical checkup because I was experiencing um, these very intrusive suicidal thoughts and I did not necessarily want to go on medication, but I was very open to the idea of seeing a psychiatrist. Um, But I started talk therapy with a psychologist. We started doing therapy for a few months and, you know, I did a lot of healing. I discovered some things about myself in my childhood. The intrusive thoughts were still something that was plaguing my mind. And this is something that I've been dealing with for at least 25 years of my life. So it's not like it's something new. And I wouldn't say that there's necessarily something that triggered what I'm feeling because it's just been a an emotion in a state of being that I'm always living in, which is a a tendency to have a negative bias. And so I kind of I, I do my best to see the world through, you know, rose colored lenses. But if I'm being honest with you, that's a really big challenge for me. Fast forward a year later, and I went back to go see my doctor because usually around winter time, I experience seasonal depression like a lot of adults, a lot of people. Uh, but the feelings just started to get worse again. And it's kind of like feelings that are always here. And I am so at a point in my life where I'm just like, like something, I need to do something about this. You know, I've been doing everything ladies to feel my best in a natural way without medicating myself you know like I've mentioned before I meditate twice a day 20 minutes twice a day for months 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 or at least a year now and so it's not something that I try and then I stop doing because it didn't work no meditation definitely does work but also meditation it can't really take full effect if you do struggle with mental illnesses, that's why those things are always better to be treated prior to starting an actual meditation practice because it could trigger things to make them worse. And so I meditate, I journal my feelings, I eat very healthy and very clean, I work out every single day, and I don't have any toxic people in my life. I have a very healthy home environment, very healthy relationships with my husband and my children and my friends and everything is great. You know, there's nothing like no specific thing that can really be triggering some type of depression, you know, but I was still having those intrusive thoughts about driving off a cliff and or, you know, walking into the ocean, knowing very well that I don't know how to swim, you know, I would go on my walks that I absolutely love. And 
I would just have this thought about, hmm, maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I should, you know, K-I-L-L. So I would have those thoughts um, and they would come in and out. And it wasn't anything like I wasn't in this state of like desperation or bawling my eyes out and in bed or anything. It was just kind of like these intrusive negative thoughts. Uh, So I went back to go see my doctor just recently this month and I was very honest about everything that I was experiencing. And even though he's not a psychiatrist, he recommended that I get on Lexapro the antidepressant. He gave me a 10 milligram dosage and I take it once a day. And I was very hesitant because, you know, I've always kind of been someone who wanted to do it the natural way. I wanted to heal myself first. I didn't want to, you know, get addicted to any type of medication or be dependent on it or, you know, numb myself or whatever. I had all of these misconceptions about antidepressants. It wasn't until uh, just recently, about a week and a half ago, or a week actually, um, I went to go drop off my son at school, at preschool. He just started, um, Aaron, who is now two, almost three, and and I had a really tough time. And I know for a lot of moms, it's tough to just leave our kid at school when they're babies. Like, that's a big emotional moment for us moms to detach from our children. But I felt like I was just clinging on to him, and it was so incredibly challenging for me to to kind of move past it. And I got home and I was just like, I, I don't feel good. I told my husband, I'm just like, I don't feel happy. I'm like, I'm tired of living this way. With the support of my mom, I called my mom and I told her that I want to start taking it. And she encouraged me and she said that she's going to be there for me. And also my husband, who is very supportive about everything. And he was like, if I notice that anything is wrong with you, while you're taking this medication, because one of my concerns was that people on Lexapro tend to have uh, suicidal thoughts. And I was like, I kind of already experienced that. I don't want to make things worse. And so that's one of the reasons why I was hesitant. But with their support, I decided to take the pill. And I was very emotionally overwhelmed that day. So I took a nap. And when I woke up, I woke up like a completely different person. A completely different person, um, I started feeling something that I've never felt in my life, which is nothing. And when I said I feel nothing, um, a lot of people took it out of context on my Instagram account and they didn't watch the full video on my YouTube channel, so they didn't really know what I meant when I said I felt nothing. But what I mean when I say that I feel nothing is that I feel like I feel mindful. I feel like I'm in the moment and I'm not living in the past or in the future and I'm not having these internal wars with my mind. I'm not battling anything in my mind. I'm just normal and I feel nothing, you know, not in a way that you're numbing yourself. And I know that's like a big thing also is like I didn't want to numb myself, but I feel it's like a relief to feel this way because I feel everything tremendously and it's very overwhelming to be in your head 24-7 like while you go to sleep as soon as you wake up it's so overwhelming so for me that's such a big positive thing that happened is that I instantly fell almost nothing so another thing that I have noticed is that aside from feeling nothing which is honestly more of a baseline 
you know, because I feel like I was down in the depths and the medication brought me up to a normal level. And I wouldn't say that this medication makes you happy because happiness is not a state of being. You know, happiness, I feel, is an emotion that passes by just like any other. So my goal is never to be like, I just want to be happy all day because it's not necessarily possible, you know, something has to trigger the emotion of happiness. So it's just more of a neutral, like I'm just, I'm neutral, you know? So that's what I mean when I say that I feel nothing. It just, I'm neutral and I'm in the moment. I'm mindful. I'm present. I am with my family. I accept things as they are. I am not somewhere else lost in my brain. I'm not contemplating things. I'm not thinking about the past or the future. I'm just here. And that's what I mean by feeling nothing. So another positive thing that I've had is that I'm also a lot less judgmental about situations and people. And like I said before, it's not like a judgment in judging people for how they dress or how they live their life or anything. It's more about um, like, for example, like if I'm going to drop my son off at school, I'm already judging the whole environment because I want to make sure that it's a safe environment, but I'm judging it profoundly, you know, and I feel like I lived in that state of mind because I was living in fear. And so when you are living in fear, you tend to judge a lot of things, you know. So my husband also said that, oh my gosh, guys, and this is probably like one of the biggest reasons why I'm so happy that I am giving this medication a try is because it has affected my family in such a positive way. Now, I feel like my family used to walk on eggshells around me because I was, you know, just dealing with depression and anxiety. And it was like so much in the forefront of my personality that any little thing that they would do, I feel like you know, it would trigger an emotional reaction within me. And because I'm so in the moment and present and just allowing things to be as they are, the energy in my home is so calm, so peaceful, everybody's smiling a lot more. My husband is so incredibly happy that he tells my mom and my dad about how much of a new person I am, how much I have changed. And that's so important to me. You know, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this. I wanted to do it for my children and my husband and for myself, of course. But I really was thinking about them. You know, I want to have my kids grow up in a happy, healthy home. And if it takes me being on medication to balance my emotions I don't have an issue with that at all. Jesse, my husband, was also saying how this kind of feels like a honeymoon phase. Um, He's very happy as well, very optimistic. Um, Like I said, the kids are happy. There's no triggers. Uh, He even told me the other day, like, he's like, oh my gosh, like I slept so good last night. And let me tell you something. Jesse is the type of person who does not sleep well at night. He has like restless leg syndrome so he's always like moving and he's always up and he never really sleeps well throughout the night right so the fact that he said that he was sleeping well because of me because he didn't worry about me anymore and because there's not this tension negative tension in the house I was just so happy to see how it's affecting my family and how much 
the mother, the woman of the house affects the whole dynamic of the family. So I'm very happy about that. Now, as far as the negative things, guys, one of the negative things, and I, I am now on day seven of taking this medication. So one of the negative things that I have felt is that I do experience nausea. I have been experiencing this heaviness and tiredness. I was taking the medication in the morning, but I think I'm going to start taking it at night. But that was one of the things that I didn't like, just feeling unproductive and just feeling tired and sleepy. And also I haven't felt focused. So, you know, that really also contributes to feeling unproductive because I'm not able to focus on what I want to do because I do feel my mind a little bit clouded. And I also do feel um, like my world is spinning when I close my eyes. But my doctor said that these, you know, these side effects tend to go away um, after like six weeks. I also wanted to say that it's okay, and this is something that I have to remind myself, that it's okay to not be productive and to not worry about the things that you usually worry because your body is adjusting to a new medication, new brain chemistry. A lot of things are happening internally, and I have to constantly remind myself that I'm going through some major changes. And it's going to take some time to heal and adapt to this. It's not something that I'm planning to be on for the rest of my life. Um, I am also seeing a psychiatrist, of course, and a psychologist, which is what my doctor recommended. He was just very concerned about my intrusive thoughts that he gave me. He gave me a prescription for the antidepressant, but he definitely feels, and I agree, that it's important to still seek um, professional help when it comes to seeing a therapist, a psychologist, you know? And I'm also seeing a, a chiropractor for my body. And oh my gosh, guys, I wanted to tell you this, but so I had to get my, my heart checked out before I went on this medication because it does affect your heart. And so they hooked me up to all of these different kind of you know, stickers with cables all over my body. And they did all of these, you know, intensive heart tests. The nurse told me that my heart is that of an athlete. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, are you an athlete? Do you run? You have runner's heart. You have the heart of an athlete. I was like, I do work out every day. I do lift weights. <laughs> and I was just so like shocked that after almost three years of consistently working out your body like my body internally is actually changing like my heart is actually changing so I was doing some research on that and it says that people with an athlete's heart live longer lives and are less prone to any heart disease and any other types of illnesses. And I was like, oh my gosh, so it's so true. I mean, obviously, we know that working out and eating right is, is the best thing that we can do for our health. But to see it reflected on my heart internally you know because I can't see anything internal I see everything external only I thought it was just so cool and it just motivated me to continue this fitness journey because things do actually change inside I was so happy about that feedback also so yeah I just wanted to share my positive and negative 
experience with Lexapro, the medication. Of course, I am not a mental health professional, so please seek professional help. A really big misconception about mental health is that it's rare. And in reality, mental health problems are quite common. In fact, according to the World Health Organization, one in four people will experience a mental health issue at some point in their life. Okay, last but not least, I just wanted to debunk some very damaging misconceptions about mental health because with the comments that I was seeing on my latest reel that I posted on my main account on Instagram, I just wanted to point this out because I got some comments that were pretty absurd. Um, Someone's like, but you're so pretty. How are you depressed? But you have all of this. Why are you depressed? Well, let me just break it down. First of all, there are so many beautiful people externally that are depressed. Beauty has nothing to do with it. I was wondering what other misconceptions are out there about mental health, right? Because a lot of people are afraid to speak up. And I mean, thankfully, I am so passionate about this sub subject and people can say whatever they want to say. This is why I openly, openly talk about this because I am not ashamed about this topic at all. I'm passionate. I love it. I love talking about it and I hope to encourage more people to seek help. You know, that's my whole intention. Another misconception is that mental health problems are a sign of weakness and this is a harmful myth that can prevent people from seeking help. Mental health issues are not a sign of weakness and anyone can be affected regardless of the background, their strength, their resilience, how much money they make, where they come from, their upbringing, their genetics. It can target absolutely anyone, right? There's so many people that we hear that took their lives and we're shocked. And then people are, people will say, but they had a beautiful family. They had it all. They were always smiling. Why? Because those things don't matter when you have these thoughts. When you have those thoughts, your irrational thoughts become very real. And you think that the best thing that you can do for your family is not be here. That is a real thought. It has nothing to do with the way you look, how much money you have, how often you're smiling, how successful you are. Everything that you have going on in your life, all of that does not matter. It doesn't even matter how much you love your family and your children. None of that matters, guys. This is why it's so serious. And it has nothing to do with your strength. Some of the strongest people go through this and still end up taking their lives. Another big misconception is that mental health problems are caused by personal failure. So some people believe that mental health issues are the result of personal failure or weakness, and this is not true. Mental health problems are complex and can be caused by a variety of factors, including the genetics, your environment, life events, and chemical imbalances in the brain, and the list goes on. Another harmful myth is that mental health problems cannot be treated. However, this is also not true. There are many effective treatments available, including therapy, medication, and lifestyle changes that can really help people manage their symptoms and live full, happy lives. This is why I'm so excited to talk about this on today's episode because I feel like I got my life back, the life that I've never had. I really feel it. 
And what's really exciting for me is just to see how I'm actually going to start to flourish because no matter what I was doing to heal myself, I feel like, yes, it has helped me tremendously, but I was also just stuck. Like I wasn't able to really have my breakthrough and experience feeling liberated and the freedom to actually see my life progress forward. And my husband even told me that he saw me just going down a hill. And now I am at 90 degrees. I haven't really fully turned, you know, 180 degrees for a positive direction just yet. I'm really excited just to see the implementation of the meditation, my wellness and fitness journey, and just really embracing all of the amazing people in my community, on my Sweet Soul community, my podcast community. I have this passion project, which is my podcast. Like all of these things are just fueling, fueling me with so much love and inspiration. And now that I have the actual treatment with my medication, I'm so excited to see where my life is actually going to take me now. Because before I was like, where am I going? You know, I had no idea. Even on the last episode that I did on this podcast, I felt so lost. And I really do feel like this was put in front of me by God for me to do something about this illness that I had in my mind. And that's pretty much it for today's episode, ladies. Please note that I am not a medical professional and this video is not intended to provide medical advice. So if you are considering taking antidepressant medication, please consult with a qualified healthcare provider. You are not alone. I am here. I am proud to talk about this and I will continue to share my journey with mental health. And I really hope that us collectively can really debunk all of these myths about mental health and we can seek the help that there is available for us, guys. There is a brighter day ahead. I am here to support you in whatever way that you need me to support you. I love you. I appreciate you. And till next time, have a blessed and beautiful day.